Today is Wednesday, May 17th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Democrats in the House of Representatives have brought a resolution to expel their colleague, pathological liar George Santos, from his congressional seat. The resolution was brought by Democratic Representative Robert Garcia of California, and it is considered privileged, which means that lawmakers need to vote on it in the next two days. However, it requires a two-thirds vote to pass, so that would require dozens of Republicans to support it. Representative Garcia says that part of his aim is to get some of his Republican colleagues on the record with their support of Santos following his arrest on 13 criminal charges last week. It's unclear if it has the support to pass, and it is incredibly rare for the House to expel their colleagues. It's only happened five times in history, three of which were for lawmakers who fought with the Confederacy, and the most recent was in 2002, for an Ohio Democrat who was convicted of conspiracy to commit bribery, among other crimes. Pretty compatible company for Mr. Santos, if you ask me. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has continued to reiterate that the U.S. is going to hit its debt limit on June 1st, chop chop, and an agreement still has not yet been reached between President Biden and Congress, specifically the Republican-controlled House. Congress now has only about six to seven working days to hammer out a deal, and Biden has shortened his diplomatic visit to Asia later this week to continue negotiating. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told reporters yesterday that the parties are still far apart but that it's possible they can reach an agreement by the end of the week. At the core of the issue is that Republicans are still working to extract spending cuts. And among the potential items on the table are clawing back $30 million in unspent COVID relief funds, imposing future spending caps, changing permit regulations to ease energy development, and putting stricter work requirements on recipients of government aid for basic needs, such as SNAP, which provides food assistance. However, for the last of those options, Senator John Fetterman suggested yesterday that he would not be okay with a debt limit resolution that increased work requirements on SNAP recipients. And during a Senate hearing with executives from Silicon Valley and Signature Banks yesterday, he commented that perhaps the banks should have working requirements after the government bailed them out. Yes, and do the airlines too, while we're at it. If you thought the headlines of the lawsuit brought against Rudy Giuliani yesterday were unsavory, there are some more differently unsavory claims to discuss today. In addition to claims of sexual harassment and wage theft, Rudy's accuser, Noel Dunphy, alleges that he asked her in 2020 if she knows anyone who needs a pardon because he and Trump were selling them for $2 million apiece and then splitting the payment. Rudy told her that if she knew anyone who wanted a pardon, She should direct them to him and specify not to go through the official channels in the U.S. Office of the Pardon Attorney, because correspondence with them would be subject to freedom of information requests. There's Rudy, always making the best use of his bar license. So far, no evidence has emerged that they ever did sell a pardon, and a spokesperson for Giuliani has unequivocally denied the claims on his behalf, naturally. However, this story dovetails with reporting from the New York Times last August, that chronicled the situation of former CIA officer John Kiriakou. He was sentenced to three years in prison in 2012 and said that he had later broached the topic of a pardon with Giuliani when Trump was in office. Kiriakou claims that at the time, Giuliani said he could help him out for the price of $2 million, thereby seemingly corroborating Dunphy's claim. And you can bet that Donald and Rudy were not going to be paying any income taxes on that. 
how would they even categorize it? Speaking of taxes, the commissioner of the IRS sent a letter to the Senate Finance Committee earlier this week, informing them that a recent internal investigation at the IRS found that Black taxpayers are audited at higher rates than other racial groups. The agency's official findings come after researchers from top universities in January found in a study that Black Americans are three to five times more likely to have their tax returns audited than taxpayers of other races. The commissioner's letter added that there is a need for further research and said that the IRS is dedicating significant resources to evaluating the extent to which non-race-neutral audit algorithms are responsible for the findings. Specifically, the study suggests that the way audits are administered through the Earned Income Tax Credit, which is designed to supplement the income of low-wage workers, may be the primary reason behind the disparities. Of course, blame it on the one tiny little tax credit. It's always SNAP, never the carried interest loophole. For our final story, the CEO of OpenAI, which is the company that owns ChatGPT, testified before Congress yesterday. CEO Sam Altman told lawmakers that government regulation by the U.S. and or a new global agency will be necessary to mitigate the risks of artificial intelligence. Altman was light on the specifics when it came to potential risks, but he said that it could cause, quote, significant harm to the world, and if this technology goes wrong, it can go very wrong. But like, wrong how? We're going to need some genre-defining HBO show to scare us shitless while also warming our hearts to help us understand. One hint that Altman gave as to potential risks was his recommendation that a new regulatory agency should impose safeguards to block intelligence models that could self-replicate and self-extricate into the wild, suggesting that eventual manipulation of humans by these machines is probably the content of at least one of his nightmares. There are no indications that Congress will imminently craft new AI rules as the EU is in the process of doing. But U.S. agencies have so far promised to crack down on harmful AI tools that break existing civil rights laws and consumer protection laws. Yeah, it sounds like that approach has been working out very well at the IRS. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. If you have a moment and you like the show, please let me know with a review on Apple Podcasts or with a rating on Spotify. And as always, until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.